Welcome to Wizard vs. Jedi, a podcast where two guys debate things that really don't matter all that much. We've learned not to take ourselves too seriously, but when it comes to things like whether a wizard would beat a Jedi, we take that very seriously. We love it so much that we decided to make a podcast about it. We hope you enjoy, and thanks for listening. Everybody, welcome to Wizard vs. Jedi. This is our first episode of our Star Wars movie playoff. I am Andrew Baxter. I'm here with Scott Clausen. We are in our respective homes today, still making sure to avoid COVID spread, which I feel like we've been doing that for a long time. But this is a reminder, if you have not yet listened to our Grogu episode that is immediately previous to this one, we, I highly recommend that you go listen to that right now. It will help you understand what we're doing. And I'm assuming that everyone has already listened to that episode. So we are comparing The Last Jedi with Rogue One. Scott, I'm going to let you go first. Let's jump right in to... The Last Jedi, Episode 8. Perfect. First, first, before we do that, I want to ask real quick. Did, did you, going into this, did you have one you, you clearly thought was going to win? Yes, okay. I did. Yeah, I, I, think, I think I'm probably in the same boat. I, I'm, I think we're probably in the same boat. I will say I put a poll out on Twitter and Instagram, and both of them have so far been 100% all for one movie. Um, <laughs> and it's the movie I've got. So I'm assuming you have the same. If yeah. You don't, I'm going to question your taste, but you are going to question my, well, you may question my taste about a lot of things anyway. (laughs) It's true. But, but just today, well, I think we're gonna be on the same page. Okay. That's good. So maybe we're not going to be quite as adversarial. No, I don't think I'm going to worry about using my save today yet, but okay. Good. So we'll, all right, I'll jump right in it. So, so we're looking at the last Jedi. So first category we're looking at is visual quality. I pulled out my, I did the old school paper and pen. So if you hear a little paper, sorry. Um, but, uh, well, I guess I'll give the number at first. I'll, I'll tell you why. Um, I gave it a three out of four. Um, and, I, and I actually have it here circled. I have a four circled for visual quality and I marked it out and went to three. Why did you, why did you change? Why did you, what made you, what made you change that decision? I think ultimately, it has great visual effects. What made me change it is, is there has to be some comparison. Like I want to grade it alone, but at the end of the day, I have to compare it to, to the other Star Wars movies. And so I think ultimately, like while it was great visually, as most Star Wars movies are, there was just nothing that stood out to me. Um, okay. Nothing that made me go like, okay, that's just, that, that's awesome. Um, there was nothing yeah. bad, but there, but there was nothing good. So, so ultimately, yeah. got three. Um, and, and it comes down to for three quarters of the movie, um, like I just said, there was nothing special about it visually. It was just standard Star Wars, which which is not a bad thing. Star Wars is, I mean, they are some of the most visually appealing movies to me. So the I fact agree. that it's standard Star Wars is not bad. Um, I, I'm not saying that in a bad way, but um, what saved it for me? The one thing that really like I'm like okay this visually this really was just cool visually was the last 30 minutes i, I think crate. Okay. i hope i'm saying that planet right but crate um to me was awesome i love the the red salt yeah um, that you, you're you're right yeah i don't know me, some of these names man some of these names i don't know how they're spelled 
I, I hear them <laughs> and the, and the, it sounds, they get a little mumbled. So in this, yes. I was really trying to grab the names of the characters and then grab the names of the places. But frankly, I had uh, a hard time with that. I was too. I've got a little cheat sheet here of, of names and places. And, and I was trying to look up how to say them. Um, Cause I know these, these people who are huge, huge Star Wars fans are going to, they're, they're going to hate it if we miss. Oh, they're probably them. going to eviscerate us. Oh, absolutely. If they listen to this. Absolutely. I've already gotten messages on Twitter for, uh, you know, other, other things. So I right. know if we say something wrong, we'll hear about it, but that's okay. We're, you know, this is us. We're having fun. Right. Um, and I don't consider myself a super fan by any stretch. I am a very avid fan of Star Wars. I'm a very avid fan of Harry Potter and other things, but I do not consider myself a super fan. I think we're in the, the same boat on that. I love Star Wars. I've, I've watched the movies. I've read a lot of the books, um, but ultimately I'm, I'm a fan of, of sci-fi fantasy genre. Um, yeah. and so I think that's kind of where, we, where we're falling in the whole podcast. And so absolutely. But yes, I think, uh, crate to me at the end that's that's what saved it that's really that's what made me want to give it a four but uh because the first three quarters of the movie was just so standard star wars i ended up i, just, I gave it i gave it a three out of four one thing that's I, helpful for me in this kind of thing is what what made you not give it a lower score i think that's helpful for me to think about too what made you not give it a lower score and i think you answered that already yeah I, of, I, honestly i think no, I can't say for sure, but I think it's gonna be hard for me to give any of them lower than a three, um, yeah. because they're all just, visually. I think they're all just visually appealing. Maybe some of the prequels, we'll have to see about that um, yes. as I watch them. But um, I, I think all the rest of them, it's gonna be hard to give them lower than a three because they're just they look so good. Yeah, yeah. So and how I did you grade this one? Oh, I graded ahead. it a three as well. Okay. Actually, I scored this one a three, and I was on the fence with a four just like you were. So what you said is very similar to my thinking. I love the location of Luke's Island. I don't know what, I can't remember which planet that was on, yes. but that's such a great location for what they're doing because I mean, Luke is feeling isolated. He's trying to isolate himself. How much more isolated can you get than an island, right? And I also thought that there was this one shot where Leia gets blown into space and they have this one shot of her while she's floating in space. I thought it was a beautiful shot. Just that Absolutely. one that one shot. I don't have a whole lot of notes for visual quality, but those two things stuck out to me. And I will look for visual quality. I'll look for the entire movie, but also just some really good shots, particularly long shots, wide shots are what really grabs my attention when we're thinking about visual quality. Yeah, I'm in the I'm in the same boat. Uh, um there's I, I, there's got to be something just big that stands out to me. I think that I'm going to really want to give it a four. Um, and we'll, well, I, we'll get into it in Rogue One um, when we go over Rogue One. So we'll, we'll, I'll hold off a little bit before I say any more. All right. So, Our next category. Uh, yes, we're going to plot. Um, and so just a reminder, if you have not listened to, or if you, it's been a little while since you listened to our Grogu, um, our kind of big keys, where did the plot keep you interested? Did the movie have any distracting plot holes? Um, for me, I gave this a two. Okay. And I, I think that might irritate some people. Um, honestly, on Twitter a lot this week, I've seen a lot of people ranking the Star Wars movies. I don't know if that's just what's going on, but everybody's ranking them. And a lot of people have The Last Jedi ranked very high. And I, I'm honestly, I'm kind of surprised about this because to me, the plot did not keep me very interested. Uh, it really, I felt like it never went anywhere. Nothing, it felt like a filler. 
of the three um of the trilogy and just um the only reason i don't give it a one is because i was just waiting for crate and i knew crate was coming up okay. you know, i've seen the movie before and i and i knew i love that scene yeah if it weren't for that honestly it probably would have gotten a one because i'm just like eh, we're we're kind of chasing them on a ship oh we've got to go um we've got to go to this gambling planet and you know get this master code breaker and and it's just the whole movie lasted probably what a day i mean you know it's just there wasn't yeah. a whole lot going on yeah it wasn't okay i've got a lot are you are you have you pretty much said your piece here for plot uh, the only thing other thing i'll say and and i guess if we want to consider this a plot hole I, it's a plot hole why didn't holdo just tell poe the plan and that would have saved most of the movie Right. Uh, there's mean, there's there's a number there's absolutely. i'd never thought of that but there's a number of things about this movie that are what i would consider important plot points for the entire movie yes that i think were absurdly ridiculous or could have been resolved in some other much simpler way yeah absolutely there's some there's some huge plot points Okay, so I like to split movies up into acts. And I think most movies, especially Star Wars movies, you have act one, act two, act three. You kind of have these distinct periods in the movie. Yes. So act one, I have the escape and battle where the New Republic is trapped and they're all trying to leave and Ray and Luke begin. So that's sort of act one, right? Yes. That There's that initial battle where they're, sort of gathering their troops and trying to get the people off the planet, which seems like, it just seems like in Star Wars films, there's only a couple of plots. There's, we've got to blow something really big up. We've got to blow up something or we have <laughs> to escape. We have to escape this place and go to another place. It seems like that, and honestly watching this movie has, this is serious, has made me questioned Watching this movie made me question why I like Star Wars as much as I do. Like, why do I consider myself a big Star Wars fan? And of course, if you haven't listened to our first, our Wizard versus Jedi, I go into this a little bit, but I grew up loving Star Wars. So I've already got this, this natural inclination to like Star Wars. But when I watched The Last Jedi, I thought, these are just, they become derivative. The plots just become derivative at some point. Because it's yep. either we're trying to blow something up which they do four times, at least four times. They're, that's the plot, right? The big conflict is there's this big bad thing that will kill us all if we don't blow it up. Yeah. And there's at least two movies that are, we've got to escape and go to some other place. Oh, they found us. Let's go to some other place where they don't know where we are. Okay. I've got a lot to say about this, man. And if I start monologuing too much, you just, you just interrupt me, okay? No, you're good. But, go for it. So act two is they have to break into the destroyer. There's this weird Kylo Ray thing. Okay, you've got the, yeah. the uh, you've got the casino, which the whole thing seemed convoluted. Like the whole casino thing, they've got to. So in order, the reason they're going to the casino is because they're trying to break into the destroyer to get rid of the homing beacon that is on only on the lead ship, which doesn't make any sense to me. No. Like, why would the, why would the, the, why would they only have it on, of course they're gonna have a redundancy. 
That's, it felt like that. That felt like they needed an extra twenty minutes in the film, and that they, was the way to do it. They needed some way to get um, Finn and what's that other character's Rose. name? I liked her character a lot. I want to say that her character to me was one of the highlights of the film. And if they had had more of her, I would have been thrilled. So they, I think they needed a way to get Finn and and Rose off doing something. Yes, together. And frankly, the casino sequence was, I think, one of my favorite sequences of the film. Despite, I mean, it's not great, it's not perfect, but anyway. And then the third act three is when they're on the, on the salt planet. What did you say the name was? Crate. Crate. If I'm, if okay. I'm right, it's C-R-A-I-T. So right. my guess is Crate. Anyway, okay. I, they, there were some good lines in there. We can talk about that later on, but I have one word. I don't know if this is technically one word or two words for the New Republic. Autopilot. <laughs> autopilot. Yeah, if a Tesla can be autopilot. That's right. If, if, uh, if, yeah. if this is crazy, like, you, oh, we have to, I have to stay on the ship. I have to stay on the ship to pilot it. What? You can build a lightsaber. These, this technology can build a lightsaber. They can build, they can build sh- um, massive star destroyers and pl- planet destroyers. It's like, are you serious? You haven't figured out how to put a ship effectively, the effective thing of putting a brick on the accelerator and put and tying the steering wheel? Like you haven't figured out how to do that yet? See, I'm okay with it though because Hodo annoyed me, so I was okay with her dying. Well, make her die in some other actual uh, he- heroic way, not just oh, I have to stay the here. I have to stay here with the ship. But that doesn't make any sense. I agree, but I mean, I'm I'm a Star Trek fan as well. I went through a long Star Trek phase, so I went through sort of a Star Wars phase, and my poor mother had to listen to me ramble on as. It's like my sort of uh, middle, I guess, from like the age of 13 until about the age of 16, 17. I was all about Star Wars, Star Trek. And in Star Trek, they have like auto shut, auto destruct, right? All right, we're going to put the ship, we're gonna basically going to push the ship over a cliff and everybody get out. And I've got a, there's just a lot. Yeah. Um, the other part is, if you can turn your ship into a massive missile that can destroy another ship with the light speed function, why don't you just have a button that will do that for you? Instead of having to autopilot, like autopilot, self-destruct, shoot this ship into another ship. It's too easy. It doesn't make for why wasn't that why wasn't that their first thought? Right? If that's an option. Why isn't that your holdo's like, you know what? We're just going to evacuate and use this thing to destroy that big ship. Well, I think ultimately the ship was a distraction. They didn't they didn't want Well, of course them it was, to know they were leaving. So Well, then fine. Why doesn't Holdo turn and engage that huge that huge uh, dreadnought or whatever yeah, it was I, called? Yeah. She just keeps moving. She keeps flying away and why don't you turn and engage? I agree. And ultimately the the sad part is we're talking about something that just takes up the whole movie. This, I mean, it really, that's what I just say. It doesn't go anywhere. 
it's just a chase scene. It's yes. a big, long, slow chase scene. And the other yes. part of it is, and this could be just me being too much of a nitpick person, but if I'm not mistaken, in space, if you want to stay at the same speed in the same direction, you don't need any more energy to do that. So when the ships ran out of fuel and they showed them kind of like listing and falling behind, yes, that's not what would happen in the, in the physical world because the law of inertia. Let's see, you're getting over my head now. Well, it's the idea that objects in motion continue to stay in motion unless they're acted upon by another force. Okay. And so in space, the energy is consumed in accelerating. But once you reach your, once you reach your speed, you will stay at that speed and direction indefinitely. Okay, see, I, I'm starting, last episode, the Grogu, you told us that, that Kathy, your wife, yeah, when you're finding these plot holes, she's going. It's in the script. I'm starting to understand it now because some of these yes. things that, that just does, doesn't bother me. I mean, ultimately, I get what you're saying. It doesn't make sense. There's but no friction in space it's Scott. for the movie. There's no I, friction I, I get in space. It. I get it, but it, it's it's for the movie. It's there's also no like. sound in space. So I mean, I'm willing to overlook that because you can hear the little blasters and the explosions in in space. There's no sound in space. Anyway, so maybe that is beginning a little a little bit too nitpicky, but. Also, the bad guys need to figure out how to defend against fighters. <laughs> so they're too small. That, that, yeah, that's small. exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> you haven't figured that we, we know they have fighters. You need to figure out some sort of targeting system that can destroy the fighters anyway. So what, what ultimately did you give it out of a one through four? I gave it a one. Okay, wow. I gave it a one. Really low. Because, yeah. because, I mean, there's all sorts of things. These plot holes just irritated me. Yeah. Um, make the bombers faster. Like in that first sequence, when they're like the bombers, bring the bombers in and Poe decides to send in the bombers when he shouldn't have. Yes. He said, make the bombers faster. Yeah, I agree. There, yeah, but again, it's for it the just movie. Se- yes, it seems Pentagon very, the, the plot seems very stagnant. And another thing that really bothered me is the force hologram thing. The force hologram thing at Crate, Crate, it just bothered me how they did that. The fact that Luke wasn't really there just bothers me big time. Yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna get there, but we'll, we'll I'm gonna hold All on right. to that. I've got that. I've ranted. I've got my rants out here. <laughs> I, I yeah. might have more later. We, we, yeah, we're we're gonna see. So so next, why don't you go first on this? And we got acting quality. Okay. All right. I thought in general that. The bad guys were way over the top. General Hux, I think that was his name. Yes. To me, he's just a bit unhinged and over the top. Kylo seems unhinged and over the top. And he just, I mean, I get Kylo is just angry the whole time, but it's like that's the only emotion he can experience is anger. Yeah. And we don't, I don't know. I just, it didn't, it didn't seem it didn't seem overly convincing to me, right? It just seemed like he was angry. He wasn't necessarily, it, it just didn't make a convincing enemy, a convincing antagonist. Yeah. And Darth Vader, Darth Vader is just evil and he has no compunction, especially early on. I mean, he's killing people. He doesn't get angry. He doesn't throw them against the wall. He just like, he just kills them. Yeah. Right, he doesn't go and break something when something goes wrong. He just kills the guy. 
and moves on. And that's that to me, that sort of almost I've moved on and don't care about how evil I am is more sinister, way more sinister than Kylo, who's just, he comes across as a very childish character. Yeah, I think he's, I think what they're trying to get is that he's, he's insecure. He's um, immature, but yeah, it comes off as whiny to me. But I don't think Um, you get a lot of that. You don't get, that's a different dynamic. I think if he's insecure, all they're showing is sort of unhinged rage. They're not showing insecure. I mean, I think that's probably rooted in insecurity, but I don't know how they would make that more clear, but I just didn't buy it. Yeah. Did you have anything else under uh, acting quality? I mean, I, I really liked, I liked Ray. I've always liked Ray. I yeah. feel like her, her performance is solid. Her character remains solid throughout. I was not crazy about how they portrayed Luke. It's like, there's so many questions I have. How do you get from Luke at the end of the return of the Jedi to yeah. Luke in the last Jedi? It's like we have this optimistic, enthusiastic guy who's had this huge victory and it's a complete 180. Yeah. And I mean, I get they do explain that to some extent, right? Luke is, not enough. Luke is so disappointed at the loss of Kylo and what happened there. I get that. But it's like, is that it really? You spent, so that ruined your life. That one thing basically ruined your whole life. Yeah. There's no resilience there from that character. So I really, I did not like at all the story arc, the way they ended the story arc of Luke, not even a little bit. I agree. Absolutely. So what did you end up giving? I gave it a two. I gave it a two. Okay. So I, I gave it a two as well. And and here as well, I had a three circled and ended up taking it down to a two. Um, I I really enjoy, I I really enjoy Poe. I enjoy Finn. I enjoy Ray. Yes, um, those three are I, solid. I personally think in this movie, yes, absolutely. And they're fun. They're, I mean, and they're the trio. And I think in this movie, I think Poe and Finn don't get enough screen time. And I think that hurts the movie. Yeah, um, I think we're focused too much on Leia and Luke. They were hard to watch at times. Um, just being old. And, and honestly, with the Leia, and this sounds terrible, but you know, Carrie Fisher was old and she was, and, and it was hard to watch a little bit. Um, Luke, I don't know if it was hard to watch. I don't know if I would say it was hard to watch. I didn't really think about, I actually thought Leia's performance was reasonable and believable. She she had her moments. I mean, there were definitely moments that I really was liked her, but the, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I found her hard to watch. Luke, not as much hard to watch. I thought his performance wasn't bad, but but I'm agreeing with you. I didn't like his character. I don't like that he's ended up on this island and he's this grumpy old man. Yeah, I didn't like that. I mean, and, I, honestly, I hated it. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I just don't think that's that's not what happened. Um, I, I think Adam Driver is a great actor, but Kylo Ren is better with the helmet on. I agree. I, I think, I think you that's, see a good, less, that's a that's a good point. Yeah, I, I just think he he's he he looks better as a villain. He um, you don't see the whininess um, when he, when he's got the helmet on, and and yeah, I agree. I just don't like. I don't, I don't enjoy Kylo Ren and he has so much potential. So that's disappointing to me. Um, but I, I just don't love him. And so that, that to me, that hurts it. I really think 
not having Harrison Ford in this movie, and I know they wanted to kill him off, but if but if they're so concerned about the trio from the original films, Harrison Ford's one you got to have in there. He's just he adds so much to the movies, and so not having him in there, if you're worried about those three, he's the one you need. Um, and I think we saw that hurting um, in the movie. Well, Harrison uh, brings Harrison brings or brought to the movies a a lightness yes to the the films and and the the comedic timing right there was always comedy there was always a little bit of a smirk behind everything he said yeah and that's one thing about this film that i really that really jumped out to me is that star wars at least episodes four five and six they always had a really strong sense of humor and a sense of maybe not taking themselves too seriously at least the good guys. I mean, there were there yes. were serious events and things like that. And even Yoda, right, doesn't take himself seriously, too seriously at all. Yeah. And although I do think Yoda was one of the highlights of the film, seeing a puppet Yoda, oh, absolutely, not a CG Yoda was was a great choice. And I like so I like that a lot. I, I did, agree. I did enjoy seeing Yoda, and I actually enjoyed the Yoda Luke dynamic. I felt that you real you saw the Luke was talking to his old master again. Yeah. They could they could have this almost shorthand in their relationship that comes from knowing someone for a long time. Yeah. And I guess we're sort of bleeding into our next category, which yes. is the relationship between the characters. Absolutely. Um, and so I ultimately I give it a one. I, I really um acting I, quality is what you gave it. No, act, acting quality I gave it a two. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm, I gave I'm acting quality. I can't remember if I said two, but I I gave it a two, as well. Okay. So now I'm going to relationship between the characters. Um, yeah. Okay. And, so you gave I, it a one. I gave it a one. I did. I gave it a honestly, two. Okay. Well, and to me, honestly, I felt like there was very little to no relationship between most of the characters, and there was very little development. Um, I thought Rose and Finn felt forced um that the kiss to me was just awkward and not yeah, i didn't like it i didn't like yeah, it. it it didn't need it didn't wasn't necessary um i did enjoy um a little bit of the dynamic between leia and poe um you know he's kind of the uh the hothead he kind of flies by the seat of his pants and she's the calm one and so i loved a little bit of her almost the motherly um but again we i don't think we get enough poe i don't think we get enough of that relationship um i, I think we we waste the relationship that could potentially have been there between Phasma and uh, Captain Phasma and Finn. Um, and I think right. she's again another character that has so much potential that just was wasted. Right. Um, that, I what, completely agree. Now yeah. that you say that, I didn't note that in my notes, but it felt completely undeveloped. Yes. Right. There's got to be more, there's got to be more there than what we saw. Yeah. I mean, wasn't it? Remind me, because even now I'm already kind of forgetting what happened, but wasn't it, it's Finn ultimately that defeats her, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, I felt like there, that it needed more, there, there needed to be more of a backstory. And it's, I think the, the filmmakers just assumed it, but they didn't make it clear. I agree. Yeah. And, and, and it just ultimately just ends in her death and there, but there wasn't enough there. Um, right. And so yeah, I ultimately I give it a one. I just didn't think there was a lot there. What do you have to add to that? Well, I gave it a two. I thought that the pin, the the Finn Poe dynamic uh, was cool. Uh, they don't really develop the Snoke Kylo relationship 
there's no Snoke's, like, Snoke's another character I think's wasted. Snoke Snoke yeah. has potential, and we just didn't build we didn't build him up enough. We didn't go enough to, into it. And then you know I know they. I feel, I feel like you need movie. you need some slow burn. You kind of have to yes. have a slow burn with some of these things. That's why the the Emperor doesn't even come up in Episode Four. They don't even show him. I don't think maybe once in Episode in the New Hope, but they start to show him a little bit more in Episode. In sorry, in uh, episode five, and then obviously a lot in episode six. Yeah, but and I could be wrong about that. I feel like almost everything I'm saying, like one of my favorite lines of the movie though, is that when Luke says, "Everything you just said is wrong." <laughs> I feel that way sometimes when I'm speaking. It's like I, I do. I did like that line. This 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 had some good lines. It did absolutely. It had some good one-liners. It did have some good one-liners. I feel like the the Ray Kylo relationship is weird and cringy. Uh, agreed and we can talk more about that uh, in a few minutes i like when well, it's definitely R2. gonna come up in the next movie yes luke r2 i liked i liked a lot even though it was short uh, to me it wasn't enough and and not that i needed it to be longer i needed luke to be a little more excited i mean he was he loved that droid and, right. and to me it was a little underwhelming but yes it was cool to see them yes i agree okay I think we're ready to go to entertainment, value. the entertainment value. Yes. So ultimately, what did you, what did you give it there? I gave Andrew? it a two. Okay. I gave it a two. And the reason I gave it a two is because I thought, would I watch this movie again without having a reason to watch it? And my answer was no. Yeah. I have no reason to watch this movie ever again. And I honestly, I rarely rewatch movies. So it's, I think the last time I saw this movie was in theaters when it came out. Yeah. And I didn't like the, the the way they dealt with Leia. The casino th- scenes were fun. Ray had some good lines. I, one of my lines with Ray was, you are not busy. <laughs> and when she tells Luke, I've seen your daily routine. You are not busy. <laughs> I like that line a lot. So there were yes. some funny lines. So that gave it a little bit more entertainment value. And I think just based upon the fact that it had some nostalgia, seeing, yeah. Luke, seeing, um, seeing Yoda again, there's a few funny one-liners. That's why I didn't give it a one. Yeah. So I ultimately give it a two as well. Um, and honestly, I'm, I'm questioning why I didn't give it a one. Because um, to me, it felt the movie felt long and drawn out. Um, yeah. there very little was happening. Very little was adding to the overall plot of the trilogy, in my opinion. I, I Honestly, I found myself bored at times. Yes, and and I, I am one who I rewatch movies. I love to rewatch movies. Um I have no issue with that. I'll watch a movie over and over again if I really enjoy it. Uh, yep. and, and, but I even remember sitting in theater and I'm like, I waited all this time to finally see Luke again. And this is the Luke I get. Right. And so it, it, he it just was, throws the lightsaber over the back of his Yeah. Over it's, just like, it's irritating. Um, and so I honestly, I just, I didn't enjoy it that much. And I wanted yeah. to. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's the thing with Star Wars films. I am ready. Like, yes, you just, I am going to give you, I, I am, I'm a willing participant. I want to be entertained. I'm coming into this ready and willing and wanting to buy in. And all you have to do is just not fumble the ball. And I feel like they really fumble the ball hard in this movie. Yeah. And I know we're, we're judging individual movies, but ultimately it's a part of a trilogy and it's just, it, it doesn't feel like they knew it. They, they wrote the first movie with no idea what they're going to do with the second and third. And, and you know, the, I know you had the second, the uh, different director, I believe it was Rian Johnson that came in for this one. Maybe I'm wrong. I know AJD Abrams did the first and the third. And, um, 
but it's almost like he just came in and just did whatever he wanted and then they go back in the third movie and jj abrams tries to refix it and it just they well, don't go well the, together in that abrams still executive produced this movie so he did but it still it just felt it didn't feel like there was a clear um a clear vision yeah, between the three all right so let's go to our qui-gon bonus and jar jar deduction did you give any bonus points i did um i actually gave it two points in the qui-gon bonus for for, okay. for one scene um and, and i loved it and it's it's honestly it's it's the kid using the force at the end of the movie you know kind of the bringing the broom to right. himself right that, that is a great me, scene that 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 even the, even watching it again just gives me chills because it's like okay they're they're setting star wars up for wherever they want to go um and, and so that was just fun to me it was these kids they're excited um you know that the rebellion's still alive and and we may never see that kid again and that's okay but just i don't know that that to me was like that's star wars that was cool um and that kind of just at least they ended the movie on a high note um and so i I gave it two extra points for that i thought that was that was good yeah what about you so i gave it three for poe yoda and bb8 i really loved poe i really loved yoda and i really loved bb8 bb8 is a bright spot in an otherwise very dim movie. But yeah, I mean, there's, we could talk at length about this, about more and more and more, but yeah, I want to try to keep us moving here. I think we've already, already got a pretty long podcast on our hands, yeah. <laughs> but I think it's worth it yeah, for to, to give these movies a good bit of time. So I'll go ahead and share. I gave a negative three for Jar Jar deduction, even though, so it balanced it out. It was a wash for me. Okay. The milking scene I just yeah. hate that scene. I it, hate yeah. that scene. Like it's a, it's less than a 30 second scene, but it's, it doesn't add anything. It just, it's just silly. No. And I don't think it's just, Oh, here's what we can do. Let's do it. I don't understand it. it they're just trying to throw another animal out there. And, right. and the, honestly, the animal in itself was kind of cool. If you don't show the nipples and them milking it, but yeah, it, it was definitely weird. Yeah. And then there's the, I wrote cringy Kylo yeah like the scene where where ray says can you just basically put a shirt on it's like that doesn't add anything to the it doesn't add anything it just makes it weird and strange and i didn't i didn't like it so they're they're going for fangirls i took three points i took three points away for that okay and i i I didn't deduct any points i felt like i kind of graded them fairly i I had my my issues with the movie but i felt like i put that in the categories and so i didn't ultimately take it away so what was your final score on this my final score was a 10 Okay, so mine was a, a 12. I ended up giving the two bonus points and not taking any away. So I, I yep. gave it a 12. Okay, so our total score then is 22. Yes. 22. Okay. So, I mean, I think that's fair out of, out of 20, possible 23 points. Yep. No. All right. And I'll be honest, I think that might be one of my least favorite Star Wars movies I've ever watched. I, I be honest. think I'm probably in the same boat. I, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm interested to see. I'm, I'm excited to keep rewatching these. Yep. Um, because some of these I've not sat down and just rewatched. I mean, I've, I've seen a lot of them over and over again recently as I've watched them all, watched them with my daughter. And so it's not really as enjoyable because, you know, she's asked, I love it because I'm watching it with her, but I'm not able to just enjoy the movie. Um, right. And so I, I'm interested to see how it holds up to some of the prequels. In my mind, I, I, one, at least one of these prequels to me is really low. And so I'm interested to see how it holds up. Um, yeah. But I don't want to ruin anything. So I had forgotten how bad it was, frankly. Yeah. I had forgotten how bad it was. Let's move on. Let's move to Rogue One from the, right. ridic- from the ridiculous to the sublime. 
shall we say? Absolutely. Visual quality. What did, what score did you give this one, Scott? So I'm apparently a fan of like circling and then marking it out. And <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I ultimately gave it a, a, a well, I, I first gave it a four. I changed it to a three. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you why. Um, okay. but, but first the visual quality to me was amazing. The one shot to me that really like was just like, Oh, that, that was cool. Was the death star over the horizon. Yes. Um, yeah. of, of Scarif. That to me yep. was just like, wow. And, and showing the, the sheer size of the death star. Right. Um, uh, that, that, that was just really cool. Even showing it, um, you know, kind of not blowing up planets, but, you know, using the, the laser and, and just blowing up towns and seeing that ripple effect. I thought that was just very well done. Um, so I love the visuals, the battle of Scarif, you know, in the sky on the ground, just very well done. Why did I give it a three? One reason Tarkin. I thought he should have just been recast. Yeah, I think you're probably right. And I actually, I'll go ahead and give, I've gave it a four. Okay. But the reason that I gave it a four and I decided not to give it a three was that I'm actually going to, I'm going to jump ahead. I'm going to deduct a point for the funny CGI characters yeah. is actually what I'm going to do. I, I think recasting makes sense. Yeah. And especially since they did it with Han in solo, I think that opened the door to recast some of these characters. I agree. And I think, frankly, I think that's what they should do, but I don't make these decisions. And Tarkin is not a big enough character in the original trilogy to me to warrant him not being able to be recasted. I mean, I know he's in there. I know, and and he's very big in some of the books um, and some of those stories. But ultimately, you don't see him in the books. You're reading a book, so right. he could have been recast, and it would have been fine. Right. So visual quality. I wrote my note here. I said from the first shot, better than the Last Jedi. Uh, yeah. I feel like from the very first, like that cold open. From yeah. the cold open, you already know the movie's going to be better than the one you just watched. Oh, absolutely. You already it's... know. So, all right. Okay. Let's yes. plot. Plot. Do you want to take it? you want to go? Sure. Or you want me to go? I can jump in there. I'll go, go for it. So, I gave it a three. Um, and I had a hard time not giving it a four because, because I loved it. Um, and, and, you know, we, one of our categories we're looking at is, did it fix it or did it, uh, having distracting plot, hole, plot holes? Well, no, this movie was amazing and it fixed plot holes, right? right? Why in the world does the Death Star have a flaw? Now we know we have a reason like, and a, and a valid, like reason that makes sense. And so it, I mean, it was very, very well done. Um, it was fun. It was fast paced. I gave it a three only because at the end of the day, to me, it's, it's a, whether you want to call it or not, not a, a real prequel, but you know, it's something that's coming before. And so ultimately I know the outcome. I don't know the outcome of individual characters, anything like that, but I know they get the Death Star plans. I know it works. And so ultimately at the end of the day, that takes just a little bit of the joy out of it for me. Okay. But a, a great, great movie. Well, I thought that I gave it a four for plot. I found it very engaging. I didn't notice any, any distracting plot holes. And actually, in a sense, I liked it even more because it gave a poignancy to what it took to get those Death Star plans. I mean, they mentioned that in A New Hope. They mentioned that yeah. Leia, I think it's Leia who mentions that the people died to get these plans. But then seeing that and understanding that the, what it cost and the sacrifice, for some reason, as I've gotten older, watching meaningful sacrifice makes movies and stories much more poignant to me. Yeah. 
And that's one reason why I got so irritated with with uh, The Last Jedi is because there was sacrifice. There was a lot of sacrifice in Last Jedi, but it seemed meaningless. I mean, if yeah. they had just made one slight change to the plot and just made a button where they could push to send the ship, then that would have fixed that problem, one of the problems for me. But I found it very engaging. I thought it was much easier to follow. Yeah. The plot seemed less. I know it's we're comparing we're comparing it to Rogue One. I mean to Last Jedi. That's the point of what we're doing, yep, right? Absolutely. So because I watched Last Jedi first, I'm gonna compare Rogue One to Last Jedi. And basically the plot boils down to this: find Saul and get Galen Urso. That's why they get, I mean, that's why they grab Jin Urso out of the labor camp, is to find Saul and get Galen. And then Act two is, well, Galen's on Urdu, Edu, sorry, and they have to go there and get him. And then in three, act three is, starts with the Yavin debate, and then they have to go to Scarif, and then there's the Battle of Scarif. Yeah. So it felt to me like there was way more going on. It was funnier. There was way more, more humor in this film. Oh, absolutely. And I loved the dramatic irony. I guess it's technically dramatic irony sort of, maybe I'm using that term wrong, that we know that Jen's telling the truth, but yeah. no one else knows that Jen's telling the truth. And so the other the other characters, particularly Captain Andor, was that his name? Yes. Cassian Andor. Yep. He has to believe her. He has to make the decision to believe this woman that he's just met on a huge point, right? Either, yeah. either they're going to be walking into a trap or they're potentially going to be saving... The rebellion. I mean, that's a huge. It's a there's there's a lot riding on that decision on his decision to trust Jin. So that made and, that added a lot to it to me. And I, since we're talking about those two and and him trusting her, you know, they had the chance to make that a love story and they didn't unnecessarily do it. And I you know, appreciated I appreciated that. that absolutely. I, I do too. Like it's it's a it's a standalone movie. Let's not try to force anything. I thought that was great. And we're kind of jumping to the relationship to the characters. You just want to go ahead and jump there. So sure. Kind of just jump there already. Yeah. Um, so relationship between the characters, I ended up giving it a three. I thought um, the relationship and it was very little time, obviously, but the relationship between Galen and Jen Urso was fascinating to me. I love that whole subplot. Um, that, that was just fun to me. I thought they wrote it well. It was done well. Um, and I want to know more about the Cassian Andor, um, and there's a show coming out. So that's exciting. You know, we're going to get to know more about him. I can't wait for that. Um, but he was a fascinating character to me. Um, my, the reason three is that I, there were a lot of characters. I just wish some of the minor characters played bigger roles. Okay. Um, there were some minor yeah. characters that I loved and, and I'll talk about that when we go into acting quality. Um, but that ultimately is why I did not get a four. Yeah. I gave it a four mainly because did it seem genuine and believable and every one of the the relationships seemed spot on nothing really stuck out yeah. to me and maybe i just have a predisposition to really like this movie so i'm giving it higher scores but i, I did give it a four so let's move on to acting quality so did the actors deliver an engaging believable performance so i think i'm going to surprise you with the score Okay. Um, because like I said, I've loved the movie. I thought that was great, but I gave it a two. Oh, really? Because yes. I gave it a four. That's the really? biggest, that's the biggest difference. Yeah. You so, and I've had so far. So, and he, here's my, here's the other day. 
I found Jen Erso to be a little boring. Okay. Um, and I think maybe that's maybe that's how she was supposed to be, but but I don't know. She bored me a little bit. It, it is and it's kind of crazy because she was a fascinating character. I, I loved her backstory. Um, I didn't think it was necessarily poorly acted, but I just didn't love I didn't love her character. Um, and honestly, nobody was bad, but nobody necessarily stood out. Well, that's not true. The ones who stood out to me played a little bit too minor of a role for me. Um, okay. I loved the Chirrut Mway, the the blind man who feels the right. force. Right. The robot K two S O. He was awesome. You know, yes, I wanted those to see are more great. Of him. Those are great characters. Yeah, and, and honestly, I really enjoyed Orson Krennic. So he's he's you know one of the villains. So yes, I liked. Him. I think as a villain, he was heads and shoulders above Kylo Ren. Oh, absolutely. As a believable villain. Yes. Because I can understand him. He is greedy for power. He just wants to make himself look better and get garner favor in the eyes of the empire yeah and the specifically the emperor and there was a part of it where i thought why is why is krennic visiting darth vader like why did they bring darth vader into this this seems a little bit forced yeah but then i thought well it makes sense because he's trying to go sort of go behind the back of tarkin going straight to vader and say hey look how good we're doing this is great things are going well i have command right because the krennic senses that tarkin is going to take over yeah and wants to try to cut him off at the pass but as we find because he wants to krennic wants to have the power of the death star i mean who wouldn't yeah. if you were in that position so i think that that meant that is how i began to feel like okay this vader sidebar makes sense and, well, and yeah. the Vader, and I, I liked it because it, I think in the original trilogy, you almost see Vader's almost untouchable. Right. He's kind of unreachable. He's not, you just, you don't mess with him. And I, I liked it. It brought a little bit of, he is a leader. And so he is approachable. He may be scary to be approachable, but but he is approachable. And so I kind of liked that. I thought it was a fun little scene. And I liked how he said that he questioned the Death Star. Yeah. He said, I think I forget exactly what the line was, but something to the effect of, well, you sure have wasted a lot of our time and effort. I hope you've got it figured out and we'll see. And that actually comes up again in A New Hope when he says the power to destroy planets pales in comparison with the power of the force. I think yeah. Darth is not convinced that the Death Star is as powerful as everybody else is saying that it is. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll go back. I mean, the reason, ultimately, the reason I gave it a two is I thought some of the best characters played too minor of a role. I okay. mean, that that to me is kind of what hurt it. And as much as I loved it, that was that was it. Yep. All right. Now we're at. Uh, I think we're left with entertainment value. Yes. So entertainment value, I give it a four. I, I mean, gave it, it four was, as well. Yeah, it's just, it's a fun movie. And, and it's rare for me to love a movie that I'll ultimately know the outcome of. And again, you don't know the outcome of the individual characters. Um, but I know ultimately that they, you know, succeed. They still, you know, the Death Star plans. And it was still just so much fun. It was it fixing was. It was, um, and, and yeah, there was a sacrifice there um, that didn't feel unwarranted. It was necessary. I mean, it was, you know, it was okay. It was um, poignant. It was a yes, poignant absolutely. sacrifice. and. It was made all the more poignant because we know that 
ultimately this was, this leads to like, look at what it led to. Yeah. It leads to this victory over the empire. Yeah. So it wasn't for nothing. Their sacrifice meant something. Absolutely. Yeah. I wrote, I wrote a much more engaging movie from the beginning. So I'm obviously yeah. comparing it to, to the uh, previous film. The so, Last yeah. Jedi. So I think if we ultimately the, the biggest, the biggest difference between the two movies to me, the last Jedi and rogue one is, is just pace. Absolutely. I mean, there's so much happening in rogue one and it's being done so well. And there's so little ultimately happening in the last Jedi. And it never really slows down. No rogue one. It, it, and the time is actually not that much different. Like the actual time from the beginning to end chronological time in the film yeah. is not that different than last Jedi. It happens over the course of maybe a couple days. Yeah. But it's it just, nothing really happens in the last Jedi <laughs> yeah, that's of, the of, of importance. Yeah. And a lot happens in rogue one. Let's now look at our Qui-Gon bonus okay. and Jar Jar deduction. I gave it two points because what's the droid's name that they had reprogrammed? Oh, I've, K2SO. K2SO. I just love that character. Oh, there were so many good lines from that character that I gave it two bonus points. So what did you, did you give any bonus points for this? So I did. I gave two as well. Um, and for me, there's there's two reasons. Um, for one, for fixing the Death Star plot hole. Right, that's huge. That, that was great, and they did it well. It wasn't just trying to randomly throw it in there. It was a, a well done fix, um, yeah. and made it very believable. Um, the other one was just the Vader scene at the end. That's just it's so it's, good. That is a great scene, isn't I it? I mean, it, I love yeah, that scene. It just gives me chills, and and just how they they fit it up literally right to the end of. A new a right to the beginning of a new hope like it right. just very well done very i well like done. So that I give it so too. much that's so yeah. much i i probably should have given it more bonus points based upon that because that that scene with vader may be one of my favorite scenes in all of star wars because we see the true part of the true power of vader which we don't see in yeah. the previous films and i think part of that is because in those early films they hadn't quite developed the vader's power as much yeah. they weren't quite sure what to do with the character but we get into we get into this film and okay we've got we know more what the sith can do we more know more what the jedi can do and let's see what vader really could do if we had taken his sort of taking his his uh, handcuffs off to yeah an, to an extent. it can never it can never be done and i hope they don't ever try but it would be interesting to see what they could do with the original trilogy now with today's technology Right. Like I, said, I mean, you could do, you could admit, obviously it. the, the martial arts I think would be a lot more interesting. Yeah. But still, anyway, let's not go into those movies. No, I gave it minus one. Like I mentioned, because of the effects on the CGI people, I didn't, I didn't buy that. I didn't think yeah. it was convincing. Just recast Leia, recast Tarkin and move on. See, and I actually didn't have, an issue with Leia. I thought she was quick enough and okay. she actually she looked she didn't look as fake to me as yeah. she did. She but, looked pretty um, fake to me. Yeah, I, I get it. But I mean I honestly when you have her daughter who looks so much like her, um, I think she easily could have been recast. But I, I, I was okay with her. But yeah, I took away one point as well because of Tarkin. Um, All right. Final score. I gave it a twenty one. Wow, oh, I gave it a sixteen. 
16. I really yes. like Rogue One. I, I very too. much like Rogue One. I, I, I love it. And But I think I'm trying to be a little bit, I'm trying to be tough, especially, and that may end up hurting me in the long run, but because we're at the beginning, I don't want to be too easy. I'm not saying you are, but I don't want to be too easy. I want to make sure. Well, maybe I am. I'm, I'm willing, I'm willing to say that. I'm willing to but, admit that I might, I might be, because I'm, it's like, I'm ready. I'm ready to give these a high score. Yeah, no, Unless absolutely. you're going to give me reason not to. Well, and we're gonna. I mean, we're gonna have to change up our scoring system somewhat somehow for the later rounds, and so we'll right, have I to. Think we can, we'll definitely revisit. Yeah, when we're comparing the, them, I think we yeah. can we can compare them a little a little differently, maybe, and throw some other things in there, change the dynamic a bit. But I I will note that you actually scored Last Jedi higher than I did. I did. I, I, I gave, gave it, it two 10. bonus points, and the two bonus points I gave it. Um, that, that's what put it up. But yeah. Um. It'll be interesting to see, I guess. So, and that, that's going to be interesting because to me, The Last Jedi is one of the the worst to me of the Star Wars, if not the worst. Um, yeah. And and Rogue One is up there and in, in the top for me. And they're only six points, six point different. Oh, they're four point difference. Four point me, difference. Right? Wow. So yeah. that's going to be. I'm going to have we'll a lot how, right we'll there in that see area. How it shake, we'll see how it shakes out. Yeah. This is this is going to be interesting. So because I would say that Last Jedi is one of my least favorite that I've ever watched. I gave it a ten. Rogue One is one of one of my all time favorites that I've ever watched, and I gave it a twenty one. So you've got a little bit more wiggle room in there. I'm kind of, I'm I'm stuck. <laughs> have you boxed yourself in? <laughs> I have. I think I have. We're gonna have to see how this shakes out, but that's okay. Right. We'll, we'll figure right. it out. Scott, any any final thoughts? I don't think so. I think we we covered them pretty well. Um, it'll be interesting to see what do we. I don't have the next one ahead of me. Do you have the next matchup ahead of you? In I do not have it right in front of me, but Let we me do know we do know that that rogue one destroyed absolutely last jedi yes, so the final did. the final score i'll add up this i'll give you the scores the final score was last jedi 22 rogue one 37 wow yeah so that's that's crushed it is so and i've got the next matchup here so the next Great. matchup for next week is revenge of the sith and return of the jedi yeah i think that's a that'll be an interesting matchup it will be the That'll end be, of two of the trilogy. Yes, it's a third movie. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, I, I it, like I said, it's been a while since I've seen Revenge of the Sith, but but I remember really really enjoying that one. Um, and I know people like to hate on the prequels, but I but I really really enjoyed it, and I love. I'll have to rewatch um, it. Return of the Jedi. So it'll be interesting to see how this turns out. I remember in the movie theater when I watched it. That's actually one of the ones I went and watched at midnight on Thursday Thursday night, the the day. The day, obviously, the night before, I guess it came out. Yeah, and I remember leaving, leaving a little bit disappointed really? for some reason. And I think I've rewatched it once since then, so I'll have to rewatch when I go to rewatch it again. And I'm one of those people that sometimes I'll remember thinking I was disappointed by a film, and then watching it again and thinking, "Wow, well, why was I disappointed? That's a great film." But then there are other times when I will remember really enjoying a film the first time I watch it, and I'll watch it again. It's like, why did I enjoy that? <laughs> oh yeah. Anyway. So yeah, All it's right, going to be a fun matchup. I can't wait. It'll be great. Thanks for listening. This has been Wizard versus Jedi. We look forward to hearing from you and your opinions about our scores and maybe how we've gotten things wrong. That's always fun to hear about. Keep listening and we look forward to hearing from you soon. Thanks for listening. <laughs>